0: Okay, this is a brand new book. It was written a long time ago. And it's called The Rain Fairy. And the woman who wrote it's name was Ethel Packer. It was written in 1948, so no one else has ever heard this story before. Here we go. The Rain Fairy. Oh, read by Mommy and And Philip. And Philip. It was summertime. Hey. Yeah, Philip. It was summertime. Many tiny fairies were playing on a sunny green lawn. Voices like little silver bells laughingly called, Come, Iris, we're going to play hide and seek in the blue lilies. Iris was standing on a fern beside a sparkly brook watching something. A wide curled leaf had floated to the edge of a fern just at Iris's feet. Not now, she called back to the other fairies. Look, here's a beautiful boat. I'm going traveling at last. The others cried to her, come, Iris, come. Over and over, all the time getting farther away. But Iris wasn't listening. She made a lovely picture standing there. Her dress, pale green and gauzy, fluttered in the light summer breeze. Her tiny slippers were the color of her long golden hair. In her hair, she had fastened a small green butterfly she had made herself from a lacy vine. Her pale green gauzy wings were pretty, but they were not made for long flights. She said to the little leaf boat, "'Take me with you. "'I want to see where the water of the brook goes "'and where the rain comes from.'" Iris was really a rain fairy, and all rain fairies went, sometime, to see where the rain began. Iris knew this, but not one of the fairies she played with had ever gone, and nobody can tell her anything about the trip. She had asked the frog, and he said, Little Iris, I like the water, but I take just what comes to me. I never go far away from home. You better do as I do. She asked a big live oak tree. He said, as his leaves ruffled, I can't get away. The clouds bring the water to me. I don't care where it comes from. She asked her friends, but they only cried out as they danced happily away. We don't know. Why do you care? Don't go away, Iris. It's so nice here. Don't go. Come and play with us. Until today, she had always gone to play and dance with the other fairies, but now she let them go on without her and stood wondering and a little unhappy just then a seagull far away from his ocean home heard iris he cried as he flew away the ocean little fairy you'll have to go to the ocean the ocean iris repeated that is very far away i know she turned to the leaf boat it was still there i'm going anyway The leaf boat shall take me." For just a moment more, the boat stood still, and Iris stepped on it. Out, it whirled into the sparkly stream. Iris was off on her travels to see where the water of the brook went and where the rain came from. After a while, the leaf boat reached a quiet bit of water and floated up to the shore and stopped wailed iris now i'll never see where the rain comes from oh oh a voice from the water at her side said then come on little fairy i'll take you jump on my back and hang on iris surprised looked down to see a bright little goldfish fanning the water with its thin red fins. She knew the fish were her friends, so she floated to his back and they were off. The stream was wider now and Iris saw houses on the banks. There were trees and grass and people too. Iris was not afraid until the goldfish swam her towards the shore. "'I can't go farther,' he told her. "'From here the water is too wide.' something may come along. And it did. A silver-colored fish, bigger and stronger than the gold one, flapped lazily alongside. Hello, he said in a deep croaking voice. What's that you're carrying, Goldie, my lad? I didn't know you were a passenger fish. Goldie, who had been talking to Iris as they came along, told the silver fish about it, and he said, come along. Iris flew quickly to the back of the silverfish and they were off. Shall I see the ocean now? Iris asked silverback. Ocean? He answered. Oh no, I only go to the edge of the big bay, but I think I know how you can go on to the ocean from there. Just wait. Iris sat quietly on the big fish's back and watched the riverbank as they passed. It was like a long row of pretty pictures. There were tall bright flowers and strange trees. There were strange people too. They looked very very big to Iris because she was so very very small. A little girl dressed in green was standing near the bank as Silverback and Iris passed. The little girl called, oh mother look a Fairy. But before the mother could see Iris, the fairy and the big fish had gone on down the river. Iris was sorry; she had wanted to see what the little girl really looked like. So soon she forgot, though. the The river grew bigger, and Silverback swam nearer to the shore. I can't take you further, he said. But wait. They waited a short time, and then quickly, with no sound, there came through the water another fish. It was much, much larger than Silverback. Hey, salmon fish, can you take my passenger? Called Silverback. Passenger, the big fish said, and then he laughed and laughed. He laughed until the water around him was filled with bubbles, and suddenly he stopped laughing. Is that the passenger? that little golden green creature on your back? He asked. Why, yes, answered Silver. She wants to go to the ocean. I would like to get her there. She wants to see where the rain begins. (laughs) Ah, well... Come on, little fairy, said the salmon then. As Iris flew to his back, Silverback turned to start up the river again. Name's Iris, he said. Then he called. Goodbye, Iris. Good luck. Thank you, Silverback. I'll never forget how kind you have been. Iris called back to him in her sweet, clear voice. Here we go, the big salmon boomed. You have plenty of room on my back so you won't fall off. Iris sat down carefully and then they went through the water very fast. It grew wider and wider. Then the little then the big fish picked up it, it's its fin so secret, so the little fairy could never fall off. That would have been very nice. Let's see what happens. It, it flourished and floated and floated. Yeah, fish do do that, don't they? They float. It grew wider and wider until all she could see was just blue water. It was odd, though, Iris was thinking. The water out there had looked so much bluer as they left the bay, and still, the deepest blue water was far ahead. She thought about this and wondered a little. It was getting very warm. Iris was sleepy, so she laid down on the salmon's back and went right to sleep. The salmon stopped suddenly, fanning his fins. Are you still there, Iris? He puffed. Yes, Iris said, waking. I'm here. For a minute, she couldn't remember just where. She looked about her, and there was no blue ocean anywhere. She could not see the ocean at all. All there was was just gray, wet air all around her. Where are we? What is this? She cried. The fish told her. This is what you came to see. This is where the rain begins. You can go back to your home now. Iris started to ask him how she should get there when she found that she was leaving on the salmon's back. She was surprised but not much afraid. All around, her tiny voices seemed to be saying, We'll take care of you, Iris. The voices were just the sounds of drops of water going up from the top of the ocean. Far up into the air they went. Iris liked being lifted this way without even moving her own wings. She had never been so far from the earth before, even though she was a rain fairy. She began to be just a little bit frightened. But before very long, she was crowded among the little drops. She could see all around her only a fluffy, dark blue blanket. She was now on top of it. She thought, now where am I? This is the strangest trip. Something new all the time. Again, The little voices cried to her. It's a cloud, Iris. It will take you home. I'm glad, thought Iris. I want to go back home now. And as she sat down, the cloud flew faster and faster. After a while, it began to move more slowly. Iris could hear the dashing and splashing of the rain below her. You're home, Iris, the rain voices told her. But how do I get down? I've never flown so far. For the first time on her trip, Iris was really afraid. Over the bridge, the voices said softly. Iris had not seen a bridge, but now she looked down and there it was. It was beautiful. A long curving line of many bright colors the sun shone on it just then and it was even more beautiful thank you cloud thank you raindrops thank you sun iris sang happily half dancing half flying she went down to the earth over the long bright bridge there at the end of it was her own woodland home it was cool and shining with leftover raindrops. Iris's friends came just then, half dancing, half flying from the blue lilies. Oh, there you are, shouted the fairies. We've been looking for you, come on. We're having more fun in the blue lilies. I'm coming in a minute, Iris told them happily. She turned and said, thank you, Rainbow, for she had found That the bridge she had come home on was really a rainbow. But when Iris spoke, it had already gone. It must have rolled itself back into the cloud. Iris could see the cloud moving very quickly away. Was that just a dream? Well, let's see what happens. She waved to it, What fun I've had, she thought, and at last I found where the water in the brook goes and where the rain comes from. What fun it has been. Then, as if thinking of fun made her remember her tiny friends and their fun little games, she called, wait, wait for me, and half dancing, half flying, she followed the others to the blue lilies. The end.